Bridge Bank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. Bridge Bank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. Bridge Bank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Avi Bolaños in San Francisco. The head fire is the latest to burn through at least a thousand acres in Northern California. The blaze erupted yesterday afternoon near the California Oregon border following several lightning strikes from storms passing through the region. This is Ty Steele from TV station KCRA 3 in Sacramento. It's burning in a remote area west of Wairika. Air attack over this fire estimates it has burned from 1,000 to 1,500 acres. It has a high rate of speed, we're told, of spread, and fire officials also say it has a high potential to spread. There are homes and campgrounds in this general area, but the fire is burning in a remote location with very steep terrain. The Siskiyou County Sheriff's Office issued evacuation orders for a number of areas in Syad Valley and near the Klamath River. It's one of at least 19 fires burning in the Klamath National Forest, according to the U.S. Forest Service. In Maui, 106 people are confirmed dead in last week's wildfire, and the mission to recover and identify bodies from the rubble of Lahaina Town is only just beginning. Now, as we hear from the California Report's Angela Corral, more help from California is on the way. The Newsom administration says crews made up of more than 100 people from California will be in Maui to aid in the search and recovery efforts. That includes forensic anthropologists, specialists in urban search and rescue, wildfire debris removal and hazardous waste experts, and 10 canine teams. In an interview earlier this week, Brian Ferguson with California's Department of Emergency Services said our state is well positioned to help. You know, we have a lot of personnel. We're blessed with some of the um, most highly trained folks in the world here in California and a lot of them. Recovery crews using cadaver dogs have searched about one-third of the fire zone, according to a statement from Maui officials. More bodies are expected to be found as that search continues. For the California Report, I'm Angela Corral. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hi there, I'm Randad Fattah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. 
In San Francisco, immigrants' rights lawyers are gearing up for a courtroom challenge to President Biden's border policies, which they say are too restrictive and harm asylum seekers. In Los Angeles, migrants keep arriving on buses sent by Texas Governor Greg Abbott, who says Biden's policies are not restrictive enough. Joining me to talk about how the politics of asylum and the border are playing out in California is KQED's immigration senior editor, Taiki Hendricks. Hey, Taiki. Hey, Madi. So what's going on in L.A.? There have been some busloads of asylum seekers coming in? That's right. I mean, you've seen this in other parts of the country, too. Seven buses from Texas so far to L.A. over the last couple of months. And I don't think it's a stretch to say it's Greg Abbott's political theater. Uh, And the Republican talking point is that this is chaos. It's dangerous. It's a crisis. So we've heard a lot of chatter from Republicans that there's a crisis at the U.S.-Mexico border. What did you find in your reporting? Is there a crisis? Well, there was actually a big drop in illegal crossings, more than 40 percent from May to June. You remember that was when the pandemic emergency lifted with Title 42 that had allowed the government to summarily bar people at the border. And everyone actually expected a big upsurge because this is a time of high migration globally and there are record numbers of people applying for asylum in the U.S., But the Biden administration put in place some restrictions to try and channel people into what they call safe and orderly pathways. They're letting in 30,000 people a month from Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua, Venezuela on a temporary humanitarian parole, similar to what they did with Ukrainians and Afghans. And they're also giving people appointments at the port of entry if they use a smartphone app. So those are the carrots, but there are sticks. If you don't use the app and you don't cross the border at an official port of entry, you can face harsh consequences like a five-year bar to coming back legally. So at first that led to fewer people crossing illegally, but for July the preliminary numbers seem to be ticking back up again for border patrol arrests, and I think it's too early to tell how it's going to work. And what does that look like at the California border? Well, in San Diego, about 250 people a day are getting appointments using this CBP-1 app. And the next stop for most of them is a shelter run by Jewish Family Services, where they spend a couple days getting getting their feet on the ground and getting ready to move on to their destination. Um, I spoke with Kate Clark, who runs the program, and she says the new system works well for the folks at she serves. It, it is more orderly and humane, but it's leaving a lot of people out. It's not lost on me that the folks that are able to cross through the port are the lucky ones. But what about the other folks that aren't able to get the appointment or don't have access to technology? So I think that there has been significant progress and we have some more work to do to make sure that we are making ports accessible for vulnerable individuals. Okay, so there's a more orderly process for some, but what's happening on the Mexican side of the border? Yeah, well, that's more where we're seeing a crisis, something that's really been building over the last several years, with thousands of folks living in shelters and camps. And advocates in Tijuana say a lot of these would-be asylum seekers are struggling to get appointments through the app, and they're often people in extreme danger. A lawyer with the group Al Otro Lado told me they don't believe the government lacks the capacity to process more people. They say it lacks the will. So how the Biden administration manages the border at a time of high migration, it's a tough situation. Mm -hmm. 
on the one hand, they're getting hammered by conservatives who see a political advantage in portraying the border as out of control as we move into the 2024 election. And on the other, they're getting challenged by progressives who say that humanity is getting lost and accusing the administration of caring more about the political optics, uh, an illusion of control, rather than respecting their legal duty to provide refuge. So I think those pressures are really only going to get more intense as the political season heats up this year. Well, thank you so much for that perspective, Taiki. You bet, Madi. Thank you. And that's the California Report for Wednesday, August 16th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Paint Care. Now with more than 850 drop-off sites in California where households and businesses can recycle their leftover paint. More at paintcare.org. The Wesley Foundation, investing in California's underserved children and youth. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt through the Schmidt Family Foundation, working together to create a just world where all people have access to renewable energy, clean air and water, and healthy food. On the web at theschmidt.org. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on The Bay Curious Podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get The Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find the link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts.